Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Wiretap. I'm Tyler Spencer. I'm I'm just going to be hanging out with you guys tonight on this episode of Wiretap, like I always do. And um, episode eight, you know how it is. You guys know how we do it. We keep this ship rolling. And... Um, uh, there was something I was going to talk about today. Something really, really obvious. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm doing this episode from my car while I drive home three and a half hours, okay? I don't know <laughs> if the battery is going to last. Uh, okay, I'm just going to say it right now. The battery definitely isn't going to last um, on both my oh no no oh i knew this would happen had to hit the gas pretty hard there because some b word was not driving okay how's that look for y'all man oh god okay when i get off these back roads and get on the highway i'm gonna be moving a little more um but there are some copperitos here so i'm trying to Trying to make it look like I'm not really doing anything here. Oh no! Camera fell again. Okay, okay. Let's see what we can do. Okay, guys. Stick with me, stick with me. We're pulling up to the stop sign. There are a lot of cops. I wonder if I can film them. Can y'all see that? If you're watching this episode of the podcast, there's another one right over there too but I think there's one like kind of behind me. So I'm trying to be quiet. Wait, why am I trying to be quiet? They can't hear me. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, okay. As I was saying, the batteries definitely are not going to last. Um, I just had, I charged up my laptop as far as it would go and we're gonna make it last however long it'll go. The camera could probably last three and a half hours, but um, there's people walking out here but uh anyway yeah I, i've got like three camera batteries so i could last for a while we uh let me get routed here yeah literally i got in the car and i started you guys up started the podcast up i don't know why i keep calling the podcast like you guys like you guys are not the podcast okay here's the cop here's the cop waving me on waving me on so i am holding strong and hoping that these you know if a cop were to see me on the highway with my camera set up on a tripod in my passenger seat and uh well that's probably all they could see oh i'm holding a microphone in my hand you can't really tell it's, it's kind of dark but I am holding strong to the fact that maybe they'll think, oh, surely that dude isn't recording himself right now. Uh, I mean, I'm sure cops see crazy stuff every day, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, what was I saying before? There's somewhere else I wanted to go before I left with the cop thing. Um... 
I don't know. I left, I got everything set up, and I immediately left. You guys saw me turn the car on and straight up leave. So we're going to see how far we get in this drive uh, before the batteries die. But anyway, let's let's get into this. I'm, uh, today, I, I'm, I, I know nobody is actually watching these currently. So... I don't know who I'm apologizing to. Maybe myself. I feel bad because today is Friday and I didn't upload anything for last week. So th that's what this is. You know, I didn't have the time for last week. So I'm recording it now and then I'm going to record another one tomorrow, I think, with my buddy Dexter. A little sneak peek. First guest on the podcast. Um, Dexter's one of my best friends. Okay, hold on. About to make a the camera will fall. Here we go. Okay. Had to make a quick turn. When I get on the highway, this is gonna stop. Maybe I should have started this on the highway, but fuck it. We are too far in now. Um. Oh come on, come on. But yeah. Oh, actually, I have an idea. Is that in the way? <laughs> Putting down the visor. Is that getting in there at all? Maybe it is. We'll put that down for now while until I get on the highway. Yeah, I'm putting the sunshade down and like the camera is in the place where if the camera tried to move, the sunshade would hold it there. I don't know. I don't even know if you guys can see me. It might be blocking. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, tomorrow uh, gonna do the episode for this upcoming Sunday with Dexter, I believe, and we are like lifelong friends, so I'm super excited for that. I, I don't think he currently knows that I want him to be on the next episode. Uh, also, little side note, nobody knows that I do this podcast. I don't tell anybody except for my girlfriend, and I don't think she even listens to these, which, you know, nothing against that or anything. I don't expect her to. The only reason she knows is because she'll be like, where were you for the past like two hours? And I'm like, oh yeah, I was recording something. And then she'll ask what? And then I'm like, a, po a podcast I do. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, <sighs> I don't think anybody currently knows about this. And I don't want anybody to know about it. Like anybody that I know. So I, that's why I've been debating whether I want to have Dexter on and it's been a pretty big debate in my mind. Like, am I going to have him on? Because if he's on, he's going to want to hear the episode. And then if he hears the episode, I mean, obviously, he's going to see all of the other ones. I mean, there's only like, there's gonna only going to be eight other ones. But still, then, it, then it's kind of like secrets out. Who knows if anybody will give a shit. But still, um, I was kind of keeping this thing a secret why i don't know i just kind of wanted especially in the beginning when you start something like this you're kind of embarrassed and it's like when you start anything i've, I've talked about this before when you start anything it's gonna be shitty no matter what really um hold on i'm at a four-way intersection here mm, i think i'll go now <laughs> You ever do that at a four-way stop? It's like nobody knows how to use it, and you just go, um, 
I think I'll go now. <laughs> you just go. Um, fuck, what was I saying? Oh, God. Th I was trying not to do this. <sighs> okay. Oh, 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 yeah, okay. When you start something new, it just sucks, no matter what. And I knew that was going to happen with this, and that, that discourages me a lot from doing things. That discourages everybody from doing things. But I wanted to break through that. And, you know, I'm still deep into the shitty phase of this podcast, unfortunately. Um, I'm hoping one day that'll change. I'm hoping one day this podcast will be quality and entertaining and funny and enjoyable to watch. As of right now, I don't understand how anybody could sit through one of these episodes. And so I don't want anybody to sit through one of these episodes, and that's why I'm not telling anybody. So, I don't know. Me having Dexter on isn't me saying, oh, it's of quality now. It's me just saying, I, I, why, why do I want to have Dexter on? I wanted to have him on for a few weeks now. I, I forget what first spawned the idea in my mind. I don't know. I just think it would be, it would be fun. Um... I am. I talked about this, I think, in episode two or three. The one where I talked about the project I'm doing with Jade. Um, I think I talked about that. It's an album her and I are doing. And I was thinking, this. okay, this is another sneak peek, but I was wanting to do a podcast with her where we go through each of the songs and talk about what inspired them, what the lyrics mean, all that kind of stuff. So I feel like that would be really interesting to have on record and just cool to have like our full thoughts on what we created. And I was going to release that and put it out there so anybody who wants to watch could watch. Um, how did I get to that point? This is, it's shit like this that, that it probably makes this unbearable to watch, but, uh, God, hopefully, hopefully I get better at this. Um, anyway, as for having Dexter on, um, I'm excited for it. I think it'll be cool for us to talk about. We play a lot of games together because I live in South Carolina. He lives in North Carolina. A lot of the time, the only way we can talk to each other, well, I mean, we could talk to each other anytime, but I mean, having like meaningful conversation, I don't know what we can have meaningful uh, conversations anytime as well. But it's like, you know, when you hang out with someone, you kind of want something to do and that, you know, lubricates the the uh, interaction a little bit, right? So I think gaming is that lube for us. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we game together and we talk about shit. And so, where the fuck am I going? What, what, is, what is wrong with me? Why, I, I start talking about one thing, is this like ADHD or something? I'll just go from one thing to the next and I never reach the real point that I wanted to get to. I mean, I still have it here. Okay, I'll, okay, anyway, I'll get to that. 
I figured, okay, back it up, Tyler. I figured we could talk about our gripes with this game we play lately, Overwatch 2, and things we like about it, things we don't like about it. Um, we could talk about our friendship, how we became friends. I think this is something I lost my train of thought on before. Him and I have been friends since, oh man, like seventh, sixth or seventh grade. It has to, maybe like sixth grade for sure, yeah. Um, I want to tell the story of how we became friends so bad, but I'm going to have to put it off because I think we'll probably talk about that together. Ah, fuck it. I'll mention it. Uh, we both took band in middle school and, um, she, the, the band teacher would have us go practice some days. She'd be like, okay, take the rest of the class to go out into the, the chairs. Like we were in the auditorium, like go out into the chairs of the auditorium and practice. You can have somebody to practice with. Um, yep. Go fuck off. <laughs> so we would go out there and I don't know our first interaction with each other, but that's definitely how we, how we became friends. We both played clarinet. I'm pretty sure at least. And I just recall us being out in those seats playing clarinet together when the teacher was looking and when the teacher wasn't looking, just talking about shit and being kids. Right. So what year would that have been? Huh? I graduated in May 2015, so it would have been seven years before that. So I graduated in the 2014 slash 2015 year. That was my senior year. So seven years before 2014 is when we would have had band together, I think. So 2007? Fuck. 2007, 2008 is when, is since him and I have been friends. Oh, that is, I actually haven't thought about that in much depth. It's kind of making my head feel a little bit weird. I don't know why. It's like, I don't feel bad about that. I don't feel like scared about that in the sense of like, Oh man, like I'm getting old or something. Uh, it's just weird to think about because at that age I was like um, sixth grade. I was in 2007. I was 10, 10, 11, and now I'm 25. So it's like Dexter and I have been friends for like 15 fucking years dude that is weird to think i still feel like a kid so it's just weird to say it's oh yeah we've been friends for 15 years like what that's been so much of my life <sighs> fuck <laughs> but yeah i'm all good so yeah, and it, we have a friendship that is like a lifelong friendship too. Me and my friend group, we've all kind of been friends since then, except my roommate Seth. 
I met him a little bit later in like 2014. So each of the guys in my close ring of friends, like we're all one big friend group. I've known them all since that same year, 2007, which is so weird to think about. Like all these people that are super influential in my life and have made so much of an impact on my life. I met them all like the same year. Man, that, that, okay, I've never thought about that before. Either. I know these guys are super influential in my life and I love them and they are, they've made like such a big impact. But just the fact that I met them all the same year is kind of crazy. It's like something about, something about sixth grade was magical and I didn't realize it at the time. Dylan though, my friend Dylan, maybe at some point I'll have all of these guys on individually on an episode of Wiretap and maybe like all together because that, that would be very interesting. But um, Dylan is another guy in the friend group. I've known him for the longest. Him and I met in kindergarten, so not in that sixth grade uh, magical year, but the rest of them, like Alex, Dexter, Brock, met them all the same year. Met Seth in like 2014. Okay, it's not as crazy as I thought. In my mind, I was thinking I met all of them the same year, but it's actually a little more spread out than that. A anyway, um, yeah, I think we're gonna have Dexter on tomorrow. I asked him if he was going to be off work or if they, okay, this is exactly what I said. I said, are you busy tomorrow? And he's, he said, I just have an event I'm going to, um, but I should be free around like nine. And I was like, okay, come over. <laughs> so I'm watching my parents out. That, that's why I'm driving home right now. I'm watching my parents' house for them. Um, more so not really watching the house per se, but watching the dog but we call it watching the house. Kind of weird now that I think about that. But yeah, I think Deck is going to, I call him, he has many nicknames by the way. Deck, Dexter, Dex, uh, D-Rex Deck, which by the way, a Dr. Freak. Call him Dr. Freak too. Um, but that's something I think we'll get into tomorrow as well. We haven't really, t I haven't talked about this at all on the podcast, but there we go. If I was being covered up at all by that sunshade, it is now moved. I guess I'll find out later, but me and Dexter are rappers. Can you believe it? No, I know you can't because well, okay, okay, no, because actually, but yeah, it's not a serious thing. We're not, we, we don't actively seek out a career in rapping, but you know, everybody in my friend group really appreciates music. It's not like we just listen to it. It's like, we all have a deep connection and appreciation for music and all of us make music to some extent, right? Um, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, God, why, 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 why am I like this? 
Oh, oh, rapping, rapping, yes. Um, fuck, what is wrong with me? Oh, man, my belt is so tight, especially when I sit down. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on, guys. I'm undoing my pants. If I get pulled over by a cop, this is going to be especially, especially awkward. Hold on, I'm, I'm setting the mic down so I can undo my pants. Okay, that's much better. I'm ashamed to admit it, but I... I don't know why this has happened. Maybe it's just getting older. My t metabolism is going down. Maybe it's because I've had like some mental issues the past year. Right, and I've gotten on medicine for it that traditionally makes you gain weight. But I've gained so much weight. There's a multitude of reasons why I've gained it, I think. Um, I was working out a lot earlier this year. And so I was trying to bulk up so I could... When you work out, you want to eat a lot of calories so that when you, uh, like, tear your muscles in order to make them grow, those calories will grow your muscles faster. Does this make sense? I hope it does. So I was bulking up, eating a lot of calories, and then I just stopped working out. I have excuses for that, but oh, there goes the camera. Damn it. Hold on. And by the way, I'm going to get back to the rap thing, by the way. I have not lost my train of thought on that. Okay, I know you all definitely can't see me if I do that. Okay. But, yeah, I was bulking up. And I stopped working out. And I just gained, I just, like, kept, I was building weight. And most of it was muscle. And then... I stopped working out, all the muscle went away, and the weight stayed. And I, this is the most I've ever weighed in my life. I feel like a piece of shit. I feel fat as fuck. You might, y'all might not even be able to notice. I mean, y'all haven't seen me since I gained the weight, but it just, I feel like such a piece of shit, and I need to work out again to, if I'm going to be fat, I might as well have some muscle to show for it. Or like have good stamina. Like, like I, I traditionally in the past I would run a bunch and never lose weight, for whatever reason. Maybe it's just like the way I was eating. But if I'm gonna be fat, I need to be running a lot so that I can have good stamina and be fat or something. I don't know. But back to the rapping thing. <laughs> we we're not seeking out a career in rapping. That's what I was saying. We just do it for fun. It's like we're all musically inclined and we all love music. So naturally, we're just going to you know, we're going to be inspired by rap at some point and we're going to make a rap. We're going to be inspired by rap and we're going to make a rap. So that's kind of what we've done. We don't take it too seriously. We we know we're not good rappers, so we do it under the under the guise of rap comedy, right? So we try and make funny raps because we're, I like to think we're pretty good at being funny and it makes us laugh. So we've been doing this for a while now and 
we did our first music video the other day. We'll, we'll go more into this tomorrow. I know the camera just fell. I'm just going to let it stay there for now because we're back on some back roads and not on the highway again. But we did a music video for the first time, and it's me. My, my rap name is Tight Ass, and the ass is, uh, amp is it called ampersand? Or is that the and symbol? It's the at symbol, the A with the circle around it, where you do like blah, 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 at gmail.com. It's the at dollar sign, dollar sign. So tight, at dollar sign, dollar sign. Tight ass. And Dexter, he used to be D-Rex Deck, but he has since transformed into Dr. Freak. Um, that is actually what our music video was about. It was his transformation into Dr. Freak, and I'm really having to hold off from going into the full lore of the music video. I, I don't even know if we're going to post this music video anywhere because it's just cringy and embarrassing. It actually is kind of good, though. But, uh, <laughs> but okay, I'll, I'll, we'll get fully into that on the next episode. We'll do, we'll do a deep dive on all this stuff. It'll give me and Deck something to talk about. Yeah, or sorry, me and Dr. Freak. But um, I'm excited for that episode. I really... It, it, I think Dexter was going to come over anyway. It's not like I only invited him for the podcast. I th he was going to come over anyway, I'm pretty sure, and we were just going to hang out. But I figured, you know, fuck it. Let's record us talking. I feel like that's such an interesting thing to have as well. Uh, just you look through your grandparents' old stuff and you find letters that they wrote to friends, and there's not many of them because there aren't really many events that. Or I mean, I don't know. For me, there's not many articles like that um, or artifacts. Can you call it an artifact? There's not many things like that because I mean, it's understandable. Like, When would you ever really write a letter to somebody? It's probably more common back then, but usually it's like I'll find a note or something where it's like, this is for your graduation. I love you so much. You inspire me, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like a page of writing saying like how much they loved somebody, right? Um, and you find that and you get a glimpse into the past of what your grandma or grandpa was like and how they spoke through their, their writing. And I want this to be kind of like that. You know, I, I even think about, man, I wish I had a recording of the conversations that Dexter and I were having. God, this camera angle. We're having in the year 2015 um, when we fully, it, we'll maybe talk about this tomorrow too, but 2015 is when like the full group of guys that I'd known since sixth grade like came together and became a group. God, the, what, what is wrong with me? Can I get on the highway already so I can have a better camera? <laughs> this is the worst podcast ever. Oh, uh, God. Okay, hopefully the audio quality is at least okay. <laughs> but anyway. 
Where, oh no, where, where was I going with that? Oh, oh yeah. So it's, it's like, I wish I could just go back in time and eavesdrop on my younger self and hear what kind of stuff I was talking to my friends about. Like, do you ever wonder that? Like, wish I could go back and listen to myself when I was like 10 years old and hear just the kind of stuff I talked to my friends about. What did we talk about back then? I have no idea. There's no, there's zero record of that. There's only memories, which are like probably 50% untrue, like false memories. And that's only the ones that you actually remember or think you remember. So, yeah. I want something that is more solid and... Uh, and, and by solid, I mean like your memory is not reliable. Uh, a video, rec video and audio recording is extremely reliable. So that's what this is. This is like a, a record for a future time. I could look back on this and hear the kind of things that I was thinking or talking about. And I think that would be so interesting to have for me and Dexter and me and all of my friends and family at some point. Um, I'm planning on maybe this Christmas. I don't know if I'll make this a wiretap podcast. I don't even know if I would call it a podcast per se, but I want to record me having a conversation with my grandma this Christmas when she comes to my dad's house. And... I just want to ask her things that she remembers from throughout her life. Because, I mean, she tells me a lot of the same stories every year, sometimes like new stories every Christmas. And I want to have that like straight from her mouth to show to my kids one day. I think that would be so interesting. I wish my great grandma had some kind of dude i would kill to have a video and audio like podcast of my great grandma telling stories uh, talking about things that happened in her life and like just being able to see the emotion on her face of of her recounting the the various things that have happened to her throughout her life that would be so interesting okay we're back on the highway so I can, oh yeah, there we go. That would be so interesting. So, I mean, who knows? Like not just for my kids, for my grandkids, for, for my great grandkids, for beyond that. Like it's so weird to think that this right now, this video, I mean, considering it's preserved correctly that the world and civilization is still around when my great-grandkids or grandkids or fuck, even my kids, who knows, are around. Um, so to think that they could be watching this and like just learning about their history and their, where they, like me, where they come from that's just so interesting to me and if you're watching this 
future descendants of Tyler Spencer worship me. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a, that's a joke. That is a straight up joke. I don't want any kind of creepy worshiping or I don't want anybody to think I wanted that. It was all a joke. Okay. I saw the moment and I took it. Okay. I'm passing a cop who has somebody pulled over. Oh God. Oh, there's another one. Oh, okay. That scared the shit out of me. Oh my God. Oh my, that scared me so bad. My sinuses are, are like emptying right now and I'm getting a head rush. Oh, oh there's a cop turning in the intersection and I get, I don't know why he did this. He was meeting up with the cop that I was passing with his lights on and he turned on his siren and lights as he, as I went past him and I thought he saw my camera or my laptop here. Oh God. Okay. I've got to, I've got to calm down. I'm in straight up peril right now. I'd, Cause I haven't thought through what I would do if I got pulled over with this shit. Could I go to jail for this? Is this, a, I mean, it's literally, what, what's illegal about this? James Corden does it. Carpool karaoke. I mean, he isn't holding a mic, but I mean, this is just like, I'm holding a drink, right? And not that kind of drink either, by the way. It's lit. I'm just sitting. It's like I'm talking to somebody else that's just sitting beside me. This, this can't be illegal. Sure hope it's not. But anyway, what? What are? Oh man. Okay. This is bad. No, nothing's happening. Nothing actually bad is happening. This is bad because I meant to start a timer. I always start a timer when I start the podcast because I kind of lose sense of time when I do these. And, oh my God, and I'm back, back in the city. Oh my God, am I covering up the camera again? I don't know how I had it before to not cover it up as much. That's, that's crazy. Camera's gonna fall over again, I'm just warning you. But, um, yeah, I meant to set a timer because I lose track of time and I like to just have a timer to be like, oh, okay, it's been about an hour. I can, I can go ahead and bring it to a stop now. Don't have that. Let me, let me put that down for now. I, I have a screen on my camera where I'm watching myself and I'm paranoid that the people behind me can like their eyes will be drawn to that screen if I just have it flipped up where I can see it. So, okay, there's, there we go. So, anyway, um, what, oh God, why does this keep happening to me? What was I talking about? Um, oh yeah, the timer. Yeah, I, I didn't set a timer, so I don't know how long this is gone. I guess I will just go until my laptop battery dies, which the battery is not very, very good on this thing. It looks like it's only down maybe like 20% right now, so I think we're good. Maybe even less, honestly. Um, but yeah, I have a 
This is a lot less organized, obviously, than my normal podcast episodes. Um, Without stating the obvious, I normally have a Google Doc open of the things that I want to talk about. And I just decided, I mean, I decided to do this pretty last minute, so I didn't prepare much of anything. Um, I did write in my notes app just a few ideas I could go off of, Um, and we'll get to that. It's like very music related and also related to this past few days I've been having because, (sighs) all right, let's get into this, guys. Yesterday, I had one of the most anxious days I've had in a long time and I kind of I did it to myself really it was just bad decision after bad decision and just overloading myself and not getting enough sleep and okay that was the first thing I didn't get enough sleep and I had a fully stacked day from the second I wake up to the second I go to bed fully stacked so wake up have to go teach a class that I, I'm a teacher assistant for because the teacher is gone a lot. And so I have to teach his class while he's gone. And I mean, that's not too much of an issue. At the beginning of the semester, that would have been, or that was like a big thing for me. I, I was just a nervous wreck being around a bunch of kids like not kid kids, but being around a bunch of, I guess they're not even really kids. I'm not much older than them, so I don't know why I call them kids. I guess just because they're students, I call them kids. But being around like teenagers or like 20-year-olds, it makes me feel like I'm back in high school, and it just fills me with anxiety and like social anxiety, and I hate it, dude. I can't help it, and I hate it. It just, I am so confident until that happens. And I think I've kind of gotten over that this semester because I've had to teach so much. Um, It doesn't take nearly the toll it took on me at the beginning of the semester when I was first just teaching out of nowhere. Um, I would be a wreck for the entire week leading up to that. But um, the other day, like, it wasn't... Oh, it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Woke up. Um, went to go teach. Taught. And had a brief moment afterwards where I was just like, Whew, okay. And then I was fine. So. Um, plus, I think getting to know these students has helped a lot with, like, like building some sort of a relationship with them has helped a lot with me being nervous teaching them. So anyway, um, teaching this class is not that bad anymore. Um, There still is a level of anxiety with it. Obviously you're getting in front of a class and you just get like your brain dumps adrenaline. It's like it's standing in front of like 40 people and they're all just staring at you and you're having to talk about shit but what makes it so much worse is this teacher that has me do this 
like he goes out of town all the time and so I have to teach for him teach his lesson um, he I, I don't know what he most teachers like have PowerPoints from previous years on file so they don't have to make them through the semester but seems like he makes the PowerPoints before the class and he's already so busy that he doesn't finish them until literally like the night before so I, I have no idea what I'm teaching this class until literally the night before and a lot of times I'm busy the, the day before so it's like not like I can I, I have like little to no preparation so this is kind of why I feel more comfortable teaching these classes because I have just kind of been in a fuck it mood there's not a lot I can do. I can't, I can't prepare like I would like to. He gives me the presentations the night before, and I just have to go in and r literally read off the presentations and kind of come up with some topic to talk to him about, like to generate discussion. Like, I'll be looking at the slides for only like the third or fourth time when these students see them for the first time. So it's like, it's just so f frustrating. So I've just kind of thought like, okay, I'm just going to do the best I can do. I can't this. Okay. I'm assuming this is, this presentation is going to be bad, but I know it's not my fault. So I just say, fuck it. This is going to be bad and ill prepared, but it's not my fault. Let's do it. Yeehaw. <laughs> I like that. I don't know why I like that so much. Instead of saying fuck it, say yeehaw. <laughs> um, anyway, so that is, uh, please, please, okay. My laptop screen turned off. I thought the recording stopped. So anyway, yeah, um, it was especially bad yesterday because gave me the presentation the day before and I was on a 12-hour trip with one of my other classes the day before. So I, I didn't even look at the presentation until the morning I was going to teach it. I just didn't have the time to. So I was just like stressed about that, even though I know it's not my fault. I was, I'm still like, I don't want these kids. Uh, I feel so, hold on, I'm gonna open up a drink real quick. Oh, that's fresh. I'll take a sip. My throat's starting to hurt from talking so much. Mmm. Dr. Pepper Cream Soda Zero is my new favorite soda. Um, this Saturday only, you could try Dr. Pepper Cream Soda. It sounds like an advertisement. But anyway. Um, so, yeah. No little like zero time to prepare I looked at them the morning of the presentation the morning of and I go in there and I just don't want to waste anybody's time I I know when I sit in a class I get angry because I think about like I'll pay attention to what the teacher's saying and I'm there to learn and it's almost like so many people in life love like they get off on wasting your time. They fucking love to waste your time. If somebody can waste your time, 
Like, even if it doesn't benefit them in any way, they'll do it. Fuck it. I don't know what it is, but people love that shit. It's like, for an example, during COVID, everybody went online and started doing their jobs at home on their own computers. And they were doing these jobs with the same amount of efficiency and like a lot of times better efficiency um, because they're at home and in a place they enjoy. And these are jobs that for years people have said that can only be done in an office. And then COVID ended and these employers are saying, okay, everybody has to come back to the office. And it's, it, people are saying, why? Why? Why do I need to drive 30, 45 minutes into work when I was doing it perfectly? I was doing it better at home, in fact. I was doing a better job at home, and I was doing it from the, the safety and just a, the place that I enjoy more than coming into this shitty hellhole of a company building. And you, why, it, it is actually hurting you to have me come back why why and it, the only reason you can come up with is they just love being able to tell you what to do and they love wasting your time they love having you drive that extra time to come in they love you know you clock out you don't get paid for that time when you clock out and your boss stops you on the way out and talks to you for 30 minutes then you get in your car and drive 45 minutes home that's there's a, there's a flash somebody's flashing their light oh okay they're telling somebody to merge but, but you don't get paid for that two to three hours around work where you're basically working you know like you're driving to work you're having to prepare for work in various ways it's like that time that irks me so bad and it, it it's not like i'm one of those people that's expecting employers to pay for your gas to work and then pay you for your time driving to work i mean that would be nice in a perfect society but looking at it from their side i mean this is like capitalism like that i'm just accepting the fact that that will never fucking happen right but it just pisses me off that that even exists and that it's not acknowledged as work time. Oh, God. This is, this is getting me steamed, dude. <laughs> um, where was I even going with that train of thought? With people wasting your time? Um, doing things online? Oh, oh, yeah, th that's okay. I don't like wasting people's time because I hate it when my time is wasted so much. And by the way, I feel like somebody's gonna say, oh, you're wasting our time with this podcast because you forget all of your, where you're going all the time. Fuck you, I can't help that. And I wish I didn't do that, asshole. So, <laughs> um, anyway, I try not to waste these kids time. If we finish early, or if I think they've done enough for the day, I say, you guys can go. I, like this is just going to make me look bad and I don't want you guys I think if if you guys get upset because you think I'm wasting your time your brains are going to turn off and you're going to stop paying attention to me 
because that's that's what happens with me. I would just if I'm bored, and if I'm not being like taught or educated, my brain just turns off. I black out until I'm ready until we leave. So. I would rather keep them there, keep them engaged as long as I can. But if there's nothing left for me to give them, why would I keep them the rest of the time there, the time we have allotted? There's no reason to, unless you're somebody who gets off on wasting people's time, which I don't. So we went through, I mean, there wasn't, a, the teacher doesn't give the kids the slides and I don't, I don't get this either. He, like, keeps them under lock and key, and I'm sure he has some smart reason that he would say. But at the end of the day, this is probably what he would say, to, like, if the kids could just see the slides, then they would just not pay attention in class because they, they could just get the information at home. I don't believe that is true. Um, I get the slides for, like, 90% of my other classes, and I still I thoroughly pay attention in class. In fact... I don't necessarily use the slides at home. I, I paid attention to them in class so I don't have to. Who knows, maybe I'm in the minority, but just give the kids the damn PowerPoints, dude. Like, so what I do in class is I'll say like, okay guys, I know he doesn't give you the PowerPoints, so I'm gonna stay on the slide. I double check before I move on from the slide. I say, does everybody, like if you're taking notes, you don't have to take notes, but if you do take notes, and if you are taking notes, do you have everything down here? Because I'm about to go to the next one. Okay, we're all good. I look around for like one or two people to nod because most of the time nobody says anything. I just go, cool, go to the next one. Let me know if you guys want me to go back if you miss anything, blah, blah, blah. So I make sure to leave the slides up there as long as they need because I know they aren't going to have it any other time. Um, additionally, before the class started yesterday, I said... Thank you guys for being patient with me, but just letting you know for the sake of transparency, I got these slides last night and I like to be more prepared. I like to come very prepared for these and have a lot of things planned, but I got these last night from from the teacher. I got to bleep out his name. Oh God. Okay. Mental reminder to go back and to, please don't forget that, Tyler. Don't forget to go back and edit that out. I don't want anybody to know what who it was. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, I got the presentation last night, so I have n nothing. I'm pretty much just going to be showing you guys the slides, and we can talk about the content on the slides a little bit. But other than that, I don't have a video to show. I like to have a video to show the class. I like to have like a bunch of discussion questions planned to go through and, and an activity. And so usually we get an activity for attendance. So I was like, I don't even have an activity planned. So you guys through the presentation, think about an activity we could do because <laughs> at the end we're going to do an activity uh, for attendance. And they all kind of laughed at that because I come into the class, I'm just straight up honest with them and I like to think. My perception of myself could be so different from the reality, but I like to think I'm laid back with them and we're not that far off in age. I like to think that yes, I am older than them. I'm a grad student, but you know, 
we're we're in this together. You know, they're students. I'm a student. I understand the struggle struggle they're going through, and they know that I understand that. So I'm here to help them out. The teachers, sure, many people say they're there to help you out, but honestly, a lot of them are not there to help you out. They're there to make their money, to make themselves look better. They take on more than they can actually do, and they don't give a shit about the students. So I don't want to be like that. I... I have my own things I'm dealing with. They have their own things they're dealing with. I'm acknowledging that. I'm saying, let's all just get through this together. Let's learn this material, discuss it so it sticks in your brains, and go about our days. I'm not trying to waste you guys' time. I didn't say all of that, obviously, but kind of the beginning of what I was saying there, I did say. Um, So, yeah, uh, we... Normally, we get out a little early. I like to think this is kind of a mind trick I do. Like, they get out. The normal teacher takes the entire class every time. I let them out, like, 10 minutes early most of the time. And I like to think, I mean, it's only 10 minutes. But to them, they see that as a lot of time. And I tell them at the beginning of the class when I usually start, I say, like, we're probably going to get out early today because I didn't have a lot of time to prepare because I normally get the presentation a night before. Anyway, um, but when I say that, I feel like it gets them more excited. And even though it's only 10 minutes, they're like, this is awesome. I'm enjoying this this because I know I'm going to get out earlier than... It's, it's like a little prize, you know, like getting out early, even though it's only 10 minutes. So... Um, anyway, this yesterday... I ended it 30 minutes early. I know. I, I actually, I legitimately felt bad about that because, I mean, I didn't even finish the entire presentation, but if I told the teacher that I TA for that we went through the entire thing, he would be like, how? How did you guys get through all of that content? in just like an hour and I would just have no answer because I mean in reality all I I mean the reason the real reason why is because I didn't have any time to prepare so I was just putting the slide up there reading off the main points of it asking some questions of the class like okay like how would you interpret this or like what are some examples of this Right, and we talk about it for a little bit, and we would get like sidetracked sometimes. But at the end of the day, I mean, there's not a lot I could do. So I went through a lot of the of the slides, but eventually, at some point, I was like, okay, this this is about how much we would get through if he was teaching the class, and like knows all this material and can expand on it much more than I can. So last minute, uh, on such a last minute notice. Um, yeah, it turned out to be 30 minutes early. <coughs> and I just say, I don't know, just the teaching and then any 30 minutes early, bad start to the day, not enough sleep. Already like baseline level of anxiousness. So from there, I had to go attend a class, a stats class, which I am so bad in. <laughs> I am so bad with stats. 
and we use this like coding software called R. And man, I'm just, I just suck at it. I used to think I was computer, like tech savvy, a tech savvy person, but I've never done coding in my life. So there's such a strong learning curve and I'm already bad at math, like stats and shit. So, um, yeah, just being in that class just stresses me out, obviously. So I added on to that. And then straight from that class, I agreed to meet this girl who two days ago on Wednesday, um, my class that I'm in her with, we went on this like field trip type thing to several parks. And her and I got, a t got started talking about music and everything and she does music and she wants to use GarageBand, which is what I use. And she doesn't know like how to work certain things in it. And I was like, oh, I could show you that so easily. Yeah, that, that's like quick fix. I could, yeah, I could like open your eyes to all these secrets that I've discovered and it will change everything for you, I promise. So her and I agreed to meet up yesterday. So I leave from my class, I go to meet her at this coffee shop. And it's great. She's really easy to talk to and and she's super, super nice. But it's, uh, with me being an introverted person and like I want more friends down in South Carolina. So when I have any interaction, immediately there's loads of pressure to be like, like my mind just starts racing and I'm like, could this potentially be a friend? <laughs> that sounds so sad, but it's true. I'm like, okay, um, like I wonder if this person will be my friend. I don't want to do something weird. I just want to have somebody to like hang out with and do fun things with. And this person likes music, so this is this is even cooler. Like we could do some music stuff together. And oh, oh, whoa, oh, oh, you know. So while I'm with her, I'm just. I mean, I'm being myself, but I'm like thinking so critically of myself the whole time. Like it's such dumb stuff too. Like I'll have my arms crossed and just out of nowhere in my mind, I'll be like, have I had my arms crossed this whole time? This probably looks so fucking weird. Why am I, why am I doing this? Or like my face ticks will start happening. And I'm like, oh God, this is probably like scaring her. Cause I know ticks probably are like, scary to people who don't really know much about them or haven't really seen them before. So I'm thinking about that the whole time, but it, it's really fun. And her and I are just talking. It, it, the time just flies by. Um, I have a class later that evening and I'm almost late to it because I didn't realize how much time had passed and I'm like, oh God, okay, I gotta go actually. I have a class I have to get to tonight. And her and I talked for like three hours, it seemed like. So, I mean, that was already an anxiety inducing thing. And on the drive home from that, I was like, okay, I am running on straight up fumes right now. I have had so much like so many little things have happened to like teeny stressful things have stacked up today and I am now just on empty. I've powered through everything. Um, 
in the class that I had yesterday evening, I had a, 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 a it's called a three minute pitch where we have to talk for three minutes about what this big paper we're doing at the end of the semester is going to be on and like go into all this depth and dude, it's like a Ted talk, but like a three minute long Ted talk and three minutes isn't a lot, but it's, we still got to do it in front of the class and I didn't really know what to do for it. So I just didn't feel like, with all the presentations I do, I don't feel prepared even when I am prepared. So I had a whole thing typed up, but I didn't time out how long it took me. So I was like, I don't know if this will get me to three minutes. Um, and it's just, just all of the uncertainty was there. And so I'm already on empty and I'm going in thinking like, okay, I got, oh God, I got to go to this other class and do this presentation and oh God, I, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I've, I've got like nothing left. So this might be, and I'm not even going to say might be, this is a bad thing to do and this is a bad mindset but it was just my unhealthy way of thinking in the moment I got some vodka and I made a mixed drink and I took like two big swigs of it and I was better yeah and I did and I know that shouldn't be shocking I mean of course I was better I was fucking I don't think I was drunk but I was definitely very tipsy when I gave the presentation but um, I was just I was kind of worried about how much it helped with my uh, anxiety I was encountering at that time and I was like oh this is scary this makes sense why so many people uh become alcoholics, why so many people have died because of alcohol. These are people that were suffering maybe from the same things that I am and just kind of let this, or this, the alcohol just took control of their lives. And I don't want that to happen to me, obviously, but I don't know. It was a bad that I shouldn't have, I shouldn't make a habit out of that, I should say. Anytime I'm like stressed or having a lot of anxiety, I shouldn't just make a mixed drink and crank it. But anyway, thought it was kind of funny and uh, very, very college-y <laughs> to, to give a presentation uh, off of vodka and Sprite. But you know, I think it was actually a pretty good presentation because of that. If I hadn't have done that, if I hadn't done that, then I would have been even more of a nervous wreck. And I think it actually did relax me and maybe hindered my reaction time a little bit because I was stumbling over somewhere. It's not like I was drunk. Okay, this is making me sound like I was just fucking blasted. But no, I wasn't. It was like um I would, I would just naturally stumble over words, but I, I was just, I don't know. I'm okay. I'm not going to blame that on the alcohol. I think that was just me, but in my mind, I was almost laughing because I was like, okay, I've had a few drinks. I need to stop, <laughs> stop stumbling over my words like this. But 
Yeah, I don't know. I thought it went really well. A lot of people, I don't know if it was because of the content of my presentation. Most people talked about nature and like connect with nature just through like going out on walks, which is fine. But I talked about music and like sounds in nature and how that can enhance your experience or, you know, it might hinder your experience if you're like blasting a Bluetooth speaker and somebody else overhears it and it could like ruin their hike. They wanted to just hear the silence of nature and they couldn't hear that. So I was talking about music, something universally people just straight up love and something that we don't actually talk about a lot in the Parks and Rec program. So it was just, I think because of those reasons, that, that that's why I got so many questions and like comments after the presentation, but it felt good. It felt good. Um, but anyway, yeah, that was, that was yesterday for me. It was uh, definitely a trip, but I got through it. Now I'm going home. Well, now I'm going back to my parents' house and I have to grind for a big test due Sunday in my stats class. So even though that's over with, I have more to deal with. Feels great. But semester, semester is almost over and I'm so ready. I'm just ready to be graduated already, dude. This, this sucks living in straight up poverty. Like I don't know if I'm even going to make it to the end of my degree because I just, just money, just don't have it. I, the past three days I've eaten pizza rolls and a giant plate of tater tots every day for the past three days because I just don't have money to buy other anything else like all of my money is going to rent and school it's like I saw a meme the other day that was like looking at students or looking at people's paychecks in the year 2022 that bridge sounded weird but <laughs> No, no, not looking at people's paychecks, looking at people's bank statements in the year 2022. And it's like $5 coffee, uh, Starbucks or something. It was like $5 coffee, um, $7 lunch from McDonald's, um, rent, $2,000, school, $2,000. Um, and then there was like a final one that was like food eight dollars and then boomers will say well if you stopped eating out so much maybe you could afford your rent and it's like uh no 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 actually even if i didn't eat out at all i still wouldn't be able to afford rent and that i mean the issue is with all of this overpriced shit <clears throat> that you need to live it, like and i'm getting paid next to nothing the problem isn't with me. Like, I honestly, like going out to eat and doing these things, these little pleasures of life, is that really too much to ask? Like going out to eat a couple times a week 
What? Why is why is that looked down on? Like getting a coffee in the morning. What? If you want to spend your money that way, do it. But like, you know, people don't even have the money to spend on shit like that now. There's like the little pleasure in people's fucking lives to just have a coffee in the morning from Starbucks while they go to their like nine hour job, like their nine hour shift doing something they fucking hate because anytime you apply anywhere else, you need like 20 years of experience. Like these places are saying, um, urgently hiring, uh, we need a master's degree student with 10 years of experience that will take $12 an hour. And it's like, um, what the fuck is wrong? Who would ever take that? Urgently hiring, yeah, I know why now. But you have to take that job, otherwise you're gonna be fucking homeless. And so you take it, and you can't afford shit, and you get treated like shit at your job, and then you get a $5 coffee and some bitch, <laughs> yeah, I said it, says, oh, uh, yeah, if you hadn't have bought that $5 coffee, maybe you could afford to survive. And it's like, no, 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 actually, no. Maybe if I actually got paid a livable wage, maybe if I like had more opportunity to work somewhere in a career that I actually wanted to fucking work in, maybe then I could survive, but the whole world is against me and I have to grind just to get the bare minimum. Maybe, maybe this isn't really working out in, in this world, you know? I don't even know how I got on this point, but this shit just pisses me off. <laughs> um, oh yeah, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm so ready to, yeah, I'm getting my master's and I want to eventually one day get my doctorate. And, you know, they always show, they've always shown you a graph that shows like this, okay, this is how much you'll make in an entry level job just with a high school, with a GED. And then they show you, this is how much you'll make if you have an associate's, and it's like a little bit more. And they're like, this is how much you'll make if you'll have your bachelor's, it's a little bit more. This is how much if you have your master's, a little bit more. This is how much if you have your doctorate, and it's like the most, and it's like a pretty good, it's like, oh damn, I want that one, right? Um, I'm not so sure how valid that is. I think that's just like an average anyway. It's like on average, people who get their master's make this much more. So, I mean, who knows if that'll help me, especially since I'm just getting my degree in, in parks and recreation and tourism management, which, I mean, it's not traditionally something people go into to make money. Like, it's not, it's not a medical degree. It's not an engineering degree. It's parks and recreation and tourism management. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure how much money it'll make me, but I, I just want my doctorate because it's something, I don't know, it's something I've always wanted since I was a kid for, for not really much of a, like a practical reason other than, you know, my mom got her bachelor's degree to be a nurse and my dad didn't ever go to college. And I think being the first to get my doctorate would be just 
uh, uh, just cool. Just I would just like to know that. Uh, I mean, that's the highest degree in education you can get, right? And it's just it would be cool to know that that's a feat I accomplished. Like I went through, I went as far as I could in getting educated, and here's my degree to prove it. Additionally, it would be pretty damn cool to be Dr. Tyler James Spencer or Tyler James Spencer PhD. Mm, something about that. Oh, Dr. Spencer. <laughs> um, but what 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 am I saying here? Uh, okay, I'll have my master's. I'm not sure how much it'll help me, but and by the way, I'm on the highway right now in this area that like maybe you can kind of see it out my window. There are those concrete barriers alongside the highway. They're on both sides of the highway, and it just gives me like a borderline gives me a panic attack each time. It's not like I can help it either. It just kind of happens. So I'm losing my train of thought right now because of that, not just because I'm stupid like before. <laughs> um, what was I saying? What was I saying? Master's degree. Anyway, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping I'll make some decent money when I graduate because... I'm such at such a low point in my life. If I had to go on living like this for much longer, I just wouldn't be able to do it. Just to be brutally honest, not to bring down the vibe, but I could I could not live like this for very long. And I commend and am astonished by people who somehow make it by making so little money and are just and I feel so bad for the people that are like in poverty like me like being like this has really opened my eyes to I've always felt sympathy for the poor and homeless before but being poor and borderline homeless currently is just like a whole other level for me of, of understanding for those people and sympathy for those people um which is why I kind of talked about in, was it the last episode where I talked about what I would do? Oh no, sorry, I had to burp. Um, a few episodes ago when I talked about what I would do if I won the lottery. That's kind of why I said that I'd want to do something to help the homeless people of Thomasville, my hometown, and then hopefully expand that one day to possibly solve homelessness, which is, I've, like shooting for the stars for fucking sure solving homelessness um, but I don't think it is impossible uh, I just need to win the lottery this is that easy <laughs> yeah uh, I'll get on that but anyway I am just so ready to graduate and what am I even going to do when I graduate? It's like, this is, a, I, this is where I kind of still feel like a kid, too. Like, I, I looked for jobs last year because had a whole issue with getting into the school I'm currently going to. And I was like, okay, I need to get, a, I need to prepare to get a job 
in case this doesn't work out because it was looking like I wasn't going to be able to go get my masters and I was like okay I just need to apply for a bunch of jobs and that was an entire other thing uh, I'm not ready to go through that again and honestly I should probably start applying now like, I, I graduate in a year should probably start now because it's so hard and so long and if I'm already poor I don't know what I'm going to do when I graduate and I'm not getting a paycheck. Because I'm currently, the way I'm making money is through being a teaching assistant for Clemson. So what happens when I'm not a teaching assistant for Clemson? I will, I don't know. I, you know, I need to find a job as soon as I graduate to make that transition seamless. And it's hard because I think I'm going to move to California as soon as I graduate, so... I don't know. There's been a thing I've been thinking lately as well. Um, to maybe get a foot in the door. Because I feel like the only way you actually get a decent job these days is by knowing somebody. Sad truth. Nepotism at its finest. But it is true. And I think what I need to do is reach out to jobs I want to work at when I graduate. Right now. And just email them and say, hey, um, I am a student at, at Clemson, South Carolina. I'm moving to uh, California when I graduate, uh, December 2023. And a job at the company you work for is like my dream job. I would just love to know what things I can do up until then to increase my chances and uh, of getting a job with you guys and um, some possible ways I could like make myself stand out amongst the other people applying because uh, over this next year while I'm in school I would love to do anything I can in order to possibly get a job with you guys I would I, I yeah I, I want to do anything I can or maybe schedule like a Zoom meeting or a phone call with some of these people and just talk to them for a while about like, what do you do? What kind of things are required um, before you get hired? Uh, what does it look like there? Like, what do you think of the company? Like off the record, maybe something like that. I don't know. I, this is just off the top of my head. These could be bad questions. Don't, don't stake me. <laughs> don't burn me at the stake is what I mean. Um, I haven't really thought about, I haven't thought this far into it, but I mean, additional to finding out like things I could do over this next year to better prepare, I mean, getting my name in these people's minds would be great. And maybe they could even connect me to other places. You know, it's like, it's like, this kind of goes back to that episode where I was like, fuck networking. What the fuck does that mean? I mean, I guess this is kind of like what networking is, right? I don't know. I don't know how to network still. But, um, yeah, I, who knows if this is a good idea. I always like to give a question for you guys to answer in the comments down below. So if you know anything about what I could do with a bachelor's in business administration and management and a master's in parks, recreation and tourism management, I would love to tie something into music, that would be the dream, but if you know anything, 
that pays like decently where I can maybe get promoted eventually you know I don't want to be at a, in a dead-end job I want to be able to work my way up in some type of fashion to like make more money in the future I don't want to be making like like making good money right now is very different from making good money when I'm 50 or 60 right and ready to retire so if anybody has any advice any recommendations anything like that please please leave a comment down below please talk to me so anyway let's uh let's let's move on from this this is just kind of I, I'm ready to move on from this idea of money and everything so lately um, I've been th okay. I've been thinking about my music a lot, right? So I've been trying to record uh, my EP for Christmas this year. And I mean, first off, I'm disappointed. So when I met with when I met with that girl last night, she asked. I haven't shown anybody my music because like I'm. It's embarrassing to to put it out there and. I don't go out of my way to tell people about it, but when they ask, like about like the sweatshirt I'm wearing right now, it's my melodramatic sweatshirt. And when they ask, "What is that?" I go, "Oh, it's my band." And then we start talking about it, and then one thing leads to another, blah blah blah. And you know, obviously, I was there showing um, that girl last night, <clears throat> like, "Oh yeah, I do music. This is what I do." Blah blah blah. And she's like, "Do you have your music anywhere?" And I was like, "Yeah, on Spotify and everything." And she was like, "Oh, what is it?" And so I showed her and she listened to it and she gave me some very, very nice compliments and feedback today on it, um, on melodramatic. Um, but it's just, it's just embarrassing because I, I really bear my soul with melodramatic and people see a side of me that they never ever see a lot of the time and to get to my point I was just curious like I looked I went to the Spotify I went to the melodramatic Spotify and I was just looking at it because I was like okay what is she going to see on here what what is the first thing she might go to? I don't know. I was just trying to analyze, like, fuck, what is the first thing she's going to listen to? I hope it's not that. I hope it is, is that. I hope it's not that, not that, not that. I hope it's that. Um, when I was looking, I was like, oh, man, I put out, like, three albums in 2021. I put out the self-titled, which it's kind of misleading because I'd worked on that for, like, a whole year or two beforehand, but got released at the beginning of 2021 and then I put out that generic coffee album with Alex which I only like half wrote like I wrote half the songs he wrote half the songs and then I put out my Christmas EP which because I did like two um, like an introduction and uh, outro kind of song that took it from five songs to seven songs which is like technically an album or is, that's how it got defined on Spotify at least so so in a way I put out three albums last year and I was like this feels fucking good <laughs> I like this 
And then I went to the more the, the sadder thought of, wow, there I did nothing for 2022. What do I have to show for 2022? There's nothing on here. There's there's going to be the Christmas EP, but I mean, I'm doing all of that like this month of December, dude. What have I been doing this year? I've have I have nothing. I have nothing, and I mean, I have I have been working on a lot. I have a lot of stuff on the cutting board, um, and it kind of looks like maybe 2023 there will be three melodramatic albums that come out again because I've just been working on them all year. But just like not seeing anything on there for all of 2022 just felt disheartening because. If it were up to me, and if I was devoting all of my time and energy to melodramatic instead of schooling, I would be putting out like three or four albums a year, I think. I would be able to do so much, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't have an answer. I, I think... And this is weird. Maybe somebody else can relate to this, but me uh, passing a big semi (laughs) um, through having to do monotonous, shitty, like school, that almost acts as a spring that propels my creativity and drive to do music. So when I was super depressed for the first half of 2022, like January to August, I was, um, wow, my computer battery is actually lasting pretty, I might make it all the way home. Oh, fuck. This is going to be a long ass episode, huh? I am content with that. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) uh, anyway, Oh, no, 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 no. Where did it go? Where did the thought go? Where? Melodramatic, melodramatic. Uh, I was talking about... How? It was that fast! How was it gone already? It was, there was like no time. There was no time there. What happened? Where did it go? Um, melodramatic. Uh, I was talking about the album's... Three albums last year, three albums next year. Dude. This is gonna be a hard episode to go through, but I I'm gonna have to go back and listen to what I just said a few minutes ago on my computer really quick. Because I I can't leave that hanging. Hold on a second. Woo! Okay, okay. I went back and I got it. Okay, hold on. This is for That's for my future self. I do a clap to line up and sync the audio. I got it. So I was saying, God, I'm so sorry, everybody. It's, I don't know how anybody's going to get through this episode, but I was saying I was really just depressed and like doing nothing the first half of 2022, like January to August. I was doing nothing. I, I was, I mean, I was trying to get into Clemson. I was trying to find a job. I was mostly just door dashing, but 
DoorDash has gotten so bad that I was making like no money and I was scared because I was making no, I was spending all of my day outside in the car getting no orders with DoorDash and I was just, I was like, okay, I'm not going to be able to pay my rent. I am, I'm going to be homeless. I was fully believing that for a while. And I mean, that's still on my horizon potentially with how things are going now but it, I mean just so much stress back then and I just didn't know what to do with myself and because I had nothing to do I would like just do nothing I would just lay in bed all day and be depressed and I didn't have anything to do and as soon as I started school as soon as I like had a purpose had something to do all day I quickly found my drive to like make music constantly it was back and like that that felt so so good um, 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 um why do I keep saying um <laughs> it was it was nice okay and I think most of the music I've made recently has been in since I've started back school so maybe there's something to that maybe you need like your your creativity is a spring sitting there by itself the spring it's not gonna do anything but when you have a little bit of pressure on it you build up that energy in the spring to bounce boom and that's what me doing work and like going to Clemson is. It's that pressure that puts the spring of my creativity into, into a mode to fucking spring. Cause now I am just, I would, I would play music earlier this year and I would have a bunch of ideas, but I mean, I wasn't doing much about it, but now I'm recording basically every day. I'm doing this podcast. I mean, that's a sign of something happening. Um, there's so much, there's so much going on. So, um, I, no idea where that conversation started or was going, but I, yeah, I, I think that's interesting still that, uh, all of that, like that work may cr help create ideas for you. It does for me, at least. Also, something pretty... I don't want to bring down the vibes here too much. But this is a long episode. If you've stuck in this far, you know, we're, we'll talk about this for a little bit. I think it's really interesting, but it is also sad. Um, this guy, he's my brother's age. So he was, like, a little younger than me. <clears throat> And him and his family were family friends of ours for a very, very long time. Like, since I was a kid and since it's like a brother and sister and their two parents. And since the brother was super young and he died this week. Kind of out of nowhere, uh, but it just popped into my mind and I wanted to talk about it. But yeah, he straight up, he died and it's so weird um, when something like that happens when 
because it's happened a few times already and you know it's only going to happen more as time goes on these people that you've seen your entire lives they unexpectedly die and it's like whether or not somebody like ha- had some problems going on in their life you never really expect them to just straight up die like you maybe expect them to get down on their luck and and you know at the very worst you expect people you, you assume people will like get down on their luck and then rebuild and be back be stronger than they were before but when they just suddenly die it really just makes you go it's sobering, you know, it, it's a, <laughs> this is going to sound so like I'm a, like I'm trying so hard to be deep, but it, it really is like a tender reminder of your own imminent death that could be at any moment. I mean, I, I could dr- die on this drive home right now. And that's another thing. Like, out of all the people that have died in my grade, like my, my grade from high school, <clears throat> or just the people that I've known through life that have just died, um, the cause of their death, and this is just something I think about because, like, look around at the people around you who have died and it kind of reflects on a larger scale what mostly kills people of that age, right? So it's interesting because most of the people I've known that have died, it's either been from cars, like getting in a car crash and dying, however, however, it is like whether it was an accident or it was a stupid decision or what um, most of them have 100% been from cars in some capacity second on the list is drugs which I mean there's really no comparison the major majority of people I've known that have died it's been from car accidents which is crazy to think about um but yeah, the second, which is like maybe like 15, 20% of, of that pool of people that I, I know that have died have been from drugs. And an even smaller percentage of like maybe 3%, 3 or 5% are from some pre existing condition that just happened and they just fucking died. Like, like a brain hemorrhage like something just like it just happened you know <coughs> so it, it's weird sorry I had to take a take, take a sip of my DP and that's not Diet Pepsi it's Dr. Pepper cream soda zero now on sale this Saturday Come on down to Ty's Soda Shop and more. We've we've uh, we've taken 
We've taken every doctor in the tri-state area. We ground them up into glue, and we use that to seal these Dr. Pepper cans. It adds flavor, and it's only on sale this Saturday. Come on down. BOGO! <laughs> um, anyway, uh, that was such a bad... Why did I say that there, of all places? But it, it is just... I don't know. It, it gets me really upset. And by the way, I, this might be unfair, but I'm also factoring in like famous people that I have like grown up knowing. If that makes sense. I don't know if that counts or not, but I'm kind of counting that too. In a way, they aren't really around my age, but I mean, some of them are, I guess. But, I mean, for instance, like Taylor Hawkins from Foo Fighters, the drummer of the Foo Fighters. It, oh, man, it still makes me so sad that he died. And that is like, like, I could probably cry right now thinking about it. I never knew him or anything, but Foo Fighters were so, so influential on, on me musically. And I looked up to him. I have looked up to him and Dave Grohl since I was a kid and their duo together was so inspiring to me and when he suddenly died I I was legit I was in a really bad place for a full month or two for for a while I I mean I'm still sad about it you know it's crazy how many people have suddenly died this year that were like great people like Bob Saget just suddenly died this year slipped in the bathroom hit the back of his head and went to sleep and he was bleeding bleeding in his brain and just fucking died and it's even creepier because like I think all of all or like a lot of his siblings or family members died in crazy ways too like young and then he was included in it. It's like, man, what what is the story there? But anyway, you know, I'm, I'm kind of considering that in my mind. Like, I was thinking he, he was drugs, right? Um, but, I mean, I do know of a lot of people locally, like not just famous people, that have died as well. It's not like a majority of that group I was referencing was famous people, but still it's just it's weird and it gets me thinking about <clears throat> I don't even know if I want to say this on the podcast because it's like yeah I, I, I do think this a lot but if someone's listening to this this is this might throw somebody into a, like an existential crisis <laughs> it's like I feel like I've kind of conquered this thought but I feel like maybe a lot of other people haven't if you have some kind of like death, crisis, um, death crisis, if you're prone to death crisis, panic attacks or whatever, you might want to skip over this a few minutes. <laughs> but I think, okay, here's your warning. Five, four, three, two, one. I think about death is inevitable. Duh. And 
what's going to happen when my family starts dying? Like my immediate family. I've been so blessed and privileged to have not really lost many people who are like in my close family or friend circle. All the people that I know that have died were, I mean, they were like maybe friends and family, but they were kind of removed to some extent, like more on the side of acquaintances than anything. And I mean, the closest person that has died is my grandma. And that like affects me so much still. Um, Just like how she died and and just how close we were. But, I mean, she was probably the closest person. And aside from that, I can't really think of many other people that I was that close to. That was, like, in that close of a circle to me. So, I'm just wondering, what am I going to do when that does start happening? Like, my mom or dad, when they die, or, fuck, like, one of my siblings... It's going to happen to us all eventually, and it's... How am I going to handle that? Like, I can hardly handle the thought of that happening with my grandma. I think about her dying, and how much I miss her. Probably on close to a daily basis. I think about her all the time, and it happened four years ago. Four, maybe five years ago. Four years ago. Oh, I have written songs about it, because I just as a way to try and cope with it, but it's still tender. And, you know, as close as I was to her, I'm much closer to my more immediate family and friends. And it's like, what am I going to do when I lose them? I don't know. It's so... It's like, why am I I even thinking about this right now? It's like, that stuff isn't... Isn't... It's most likely not going to happen anytime soon. Fingers crossed. Knock on fucking wood. It's like everybody is good as of right now. You know, given that we get lucky and some crazy event doesn't happen to somebody I love, we're good, you know. But, I mean, that's going to happen one day. And God forbid they get some kind of like slow degenerative disease like Alzheimer's or something and then that would be a fully traumatizing type of thing and it's just like dude I don't know I stress over this way too much and I just think what am I going to do what the fuck am I going to do it's good it's so troubling to think about how hard my life has been and how many more troubles are waiting for me in the future because I mean the hardest events I've had to go through that have scarred me are nothing compared to what I'm going to have to go to at some point in the future And that is so intimidating to me and crazy to even think about. But I try not to think about that. Um, Anyway, that's all the thoughts I have on this. Let me, 
If it, all the people skipping forward through that part, let me try and flag them down. Wait! Stop skipping forward! Okay, I'm gonna give you 10 seconds here to stop skipping forward. All that shit is over with! Stop! Stop! Oh, the God, the people behind me probably think I'm waving at them. Let me wave right here. Stop! Stop! Stop skipping forward! Stop it! I'm done. I'm done talking about that stuff. You don't have to hear it anymore. Um, we're moving on to something else. I'm ready to move on. If you skipped it, don't worry. You didn't miss anything. You're, it's okay. We're going on to something else, and it was not important. You didn't need to hear it. Don't be tempted to go back and listen because it's just it's over with. I, it was just dumb. It was a dumb thought. <clears throat> anyway. Um, let me just give you a little update on where I'm at right now. Uh, I have an hour and 22 minutes left. 89 miles to go. Which means I'm probably coming up on Charlotte. <clears throat> I got into North Carolina a while ago. I probably should have pointed out the, the border <clears throat> when I went over it. Just for a point of reference, I guess, but... I didn't. Oh, well. <laughs> it was maybe like 20, 20 minutes ago, maybe a little more, 30 minutes ago. But, yeah. I live about 45 minutes to an hour away from Charlotte, so... Considering there's an hour and 20 minutes left, I'm going to start coming up on the far end of Charlotte first. Go through Charlotte, and then get to a point that I can get myself home without the GPS. Most of this drive, I don't even know why I still use a GPS, honestly, because most of this drive is just a straight shot, but because it's three and a half hours, I'm paranoid that sometimes the GPS will tell you, save 30 minutes by taking this alternate route. And I go, oh, holy shit. If I wasn't using a GPS, like, this just saved me so much time. I'm so glad I was using my GPS. Um, and also I'm afraid I will get cocky and feel like I know where I'm going, drive for like five hours and be like, wait, I'm not home yet. What happened? And then I end up and I'm in Florida or something and I'm like, oh shit. And then I got to drive all the way back and it, yeah. So just for the sake of peace of mind, I just keep my GPS on here, even though it is just kind of a straight shot. And, um, yep, don't know, don't know where I was going with that. What is, what is wrong with me? Like, legitimately, what is wrong with him? Um, but I, I think I was touching on this before. The Christmas album that I have coming out, let me just talk about it a little bit. Spoilers, because it's not out yet. It's not even really close to done. I'm hoping to finish it very soon, but um, this would be a good, good staple or like a good, like checkpoint to have to come back to, like when I finish it. And it's like th this is what I was thinking and what I had mid writing process before a lot of it was even recorded. So, as y'all know, I've been listening to Alex G obsessively lately which is just my personality and it's just 
happening. I think he is so good. Spotify Wrapped happened. Guess who was my number one? Alex G. Uh, for two years, I think it was like 2017, 2018, or 2018, 2019, something like that. It was Jeff Rosenstock. 2020, 2021, The Beatles were my number one listened to artist. 2022, Alex G. So I wonder if for the next two years, I wonder if Alex G will be my number one listened to in 2023 as well. And then it'll be someone else. Who knows who it'll be then. But I've been listening to him a ton. And I want to... I don't want to write music like him. I love his music, don't get me wrong, but I don't want to write music like his. I want to write it like Alex G adjacent. Like I just want to work in themes that he uses and and he he does a lot of folk stuff with electronic integrated into it in some way and he likes to fuck with his voice, like the pitch of his voice, like auto-tune or like pitch it all the way up or all the way down and it sounds interesting. And I like doing stuff like that, and I want to. I want to do that as well. So, um, hold on, I got a burp. Whew, okay. So, I've been thinking lately. Every time I, I'll go into something and be like, okay, write something like Alex G would, and you're bound to like it because you've been loving Alex G lately. So I'll go in and I'll try and write something. And I'm like, oh, this is so hard. <laughs> you know, it's so it's easy for me to come up with a song out of nowhere, but it's hard for me to write a song in the style of someone else, like just going in with that mindset. So what I've done is I also have been listening to Elliot Smith a lot lately. And I mean, Elliot Smith is a big inspiration to Alex G and you can tell in his music, a lot of Alex G songs sound like Elliot Smith adjacent, but in his own way. And, and that's what I want to do with Alex G. You know, it's like the, the stream of inspiration is continuing. So the analogy I came up with the other day when I was just thinking about this is, so I want to make something like Alex G, right? Envision a dartboard. The bullseye is what you're trying to hit and that's like in the style of Alex G. But that is the hardest point on the dartboard to hit. You're more likely to hit anywhere around that than that bullseye right in the middle. So how can, how can I change my perspective to get to, to sounding like making something similar to Alex G without aiming for that bullseye? Okay. Let me listen to one of Alex G's inspirations. One of his major inspirations, Elliot Smith. And let me try to write something like Elliot Smith. And then that way I'm more likely to, you know, visualize the dartboard again. If I, if I'm aiming for the bullseye of Elliot Smith and I fall short, that's probably going to sound more like Alex G because he probably did the same thing. And that's how he ended up, ended up with his sound. Does this make sense? The dartboard Alex G had probably had Elliot Smith as the bullseye. And when he threw, he missed, has his own sound. And then I need to do the same. 
if I throw my dart at Elliot Smith and miss, it's going to sound more like Alex G than if I throw my dart at Alex G and miss. Okay. So that's what I've been doing. I've been taking, I've been listening to Elliot Smith a lot lately, which I, I mean, I love Elliot Smith, but I've been specifically trying to write some songs like him. And there are some other bands that are like big influences for this EP as well. Can't think of their names right off the top of my head because I actually just found a lot of them very recently, but they always come up on, when I'll do an Alex G radio, they are always like all these other bands are are played with alex g so i mean it's like the same shit <coughs> um but i mean they they are their influence on this album is negligible so that that's why i don't mind not really mentioning them because there's like maybe just a few songs from them on this whole i have a playlist of inspiration for this album which i'll come back to in a minute so I'll try and write a bunch of songs like Elliot Smith. And the interesting thing is it it's like it works. Okay, so that analogy with the dartboard doesn't sound like it would work. It kind of just sounds like made up mumbo jumbo, but it does work. It's shocking how well it works. Cuz I tried to write a song I think it was just two nights ago, one or two nights ago. <clears throat> tried to write it like this Elliot Smith song. Um called Punch and Judy and this song might go on the album but what I've been doing this is why I made that Christmas playlist so put together all of the, this long list of songs that I want my EP album to sound like I'm gonna go through each of these songs and like use the same chords but mix up the chords or like just take the overall vibe of the song and apply that to a new song right so like make my own version of each song on that playlist take my favorites out of that and make that the ep that's what i'm thinking about doing so by starting off with that punch and judy i think is the name of the elliot smith song that i did this with a night or two ago um like tuned down a whole step and i took i picked some of the chords that he uses and mix them up and put them it just came up with like a verse and chorus and i like yeah i don't know but it sounds really cool and the interesting thing is it sounds like an alex g song and i was like holy shit, it worked okay this is this is cool um doesn't really sound like an elliot smith song i don't think but it does sound like an alex g song <clears throat> my theory worked and oh beautiful I can see the top of sh downtown Charlotte. Let me just let me just keep the keep the camera pointed there for a minute. Y'all can see that there, right at the end of the highway, right? Those big skyscraper buildings, downtown Charlotte. Would you look at it if you're watching the podcast? If you're listening, I'm sorry. God, I can't even imagine listening to this podcast and not watching. It's you hear the highway, you hear all the shit happening. You don't know what's going on. Okay, anyway. They're gone behind the trees. Okay. But yeah, I don't know if that is a shitty idea to do for the EP 
or what, but it's interesting to me, and I think it'll help generate a bunch of ideas that are potentially very cool, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, but it, ah, man, I love it. I've been listening to it nonstop, and maybe I will throw in here, maybe I should put it at the end, the, the little demo I have for it right now. It's going to be a lot of editing I'm going to have to do to this episode, huh? But, hmm, yeah, okay. You know, I'll do it. I've already talked about it for so long. I'm going to throw the demo in at the end here just to show you guys. Or maybe I'll throw it in right here. Um, it's got this cool walk down thing. I go from... Uh, I don't want to get too into the lingo, but I do... Um, like a B minor, and then I... I don't... It, there's a name for it, but I put my pointer finger down a, a fret. <laughs> so... Do B minor, B minor with my finger down a fret, A, G, E minor. So it goes, bum, 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 bum. And then it just, I don't know. Right, right after I do that, I do this little thing on the bottom two strings where I go, and it just sound all together with the singing, it sounds just cool as fuck. <laughs> so I don't know if I like that song a lot, but who knows? The other ones I put together might might beat that one out for the EP. And on every Christmas EP I do, I do a cover song. So of course this year, it, it's like a song that's been on my mind for the past year. I like to do it or by an artist or song that's been on my mind. So last year it was Joyce Manor, Constant Headache, which I was listening to on re repeat back then. But this year, obviously, it's got to be an Alex G song, and it's Bright Boy. And there's like a girl singing part in it, so I got Jade to do that part for me. And it, she is such a good singer and does the part perfectly, and it sounds so good. I, I'm not 100% done with it. But from what I have so far, I love it, and I can't wait to have it out there. So, the EP is going to be called Eraser. Um, I wanted. I don't. I, I, I think like the title of the album and the album cover are very Alex G esque because I wanted to do something. He's been such a big inspiration. I wanted to capture that vibe because the, the music is going to sound kind of Alex G-esque. So I wanted to capture that with like every aspect of the album as well. So I got a, I had AI generate an image and it's pretty cool. It's like this girl's face and it's purple and it's like blurred. And there's like this circle over like the majority of her face with this, it looks like a person in it. It's like a black circle with like a blurred person like jumping in it and it just looks so sick and I edited some text onto it with like some different colors to say eraser and I don't know why I got so hooked up on this I mean, some of you guys might be thinking why eraser what is 
what does Eraser mean? Uh, well, as of right now, I don't have any songs that are titled Eraser or any lyrics that reference Eraser. Maybe I'll add one in there, but the main reason it's called that <clears throat> is because I wanted I wanted a, a one-word title for the album that was almost a story in itself. Okay, what do you mean by that? <laughs> so my first idea for the album name was Walker. Um, and I picture like a person wa walking outside and I wanted it to be like, he's the walker. And when I, when I hear that referencing, like if you saw a person walking outside of your house, it's like, yeah, they call him the walker. There are so, like there's so many stories exploding in my mind right now that could potentially go along with that. You know, and it, it's like labeling somebody as something. I, I don't. I, I don't even know how to describe it. But I had a long list of words like this, like Walker, user, and most like all of them end in er, because it's like he's the user, or he's the eraser, and I eventually ended up on eraser because it's like. I figured there, there's like so much story that could go along with that you can infer of like you're such an eraser you erase so many aspects of your life or like you you abuse things that erase people out of your life and memories of your life like from heavy use or like he's an eraser in her life because he he took her life away or so you know it's like it, there's so much that could go with it like so much story and i feel like there's so much weight to the word other than just something like erasing something on a piece of paper right and i didn't want to use walker because it just sounds like a name somebody named walker and i didn't want that to i did like walker more and maybe that could have been fixed with like an image of somebody walking but Visually, I just wasn't really feeling that. I can't really visualize a cool album artwork with like Walker in the way that I wanted. And plus, if you were just to tell somebody the album name is Walker, they would think name. And that's somebody's name. So, Eraser is what I ended on. And I think that sounds very cool and abstract and a lot of this EP is about trying a lot of what I've been doing lately with music and moving forward who knows how long this will last but it's just experimenting seeing what works trying new things out and who gives a fuck if it sounds bad I mean as long as I make it sound good to me who cares if I make a fool of myself like on, on this Elliot Smith song I do some kind of vocals that I don't like the Elliot Smith type song that I wrote the other night. I do some vocals that I've never and have never even contemplated doing on anything before. It's like I do like a high pitched southern voice and I'm whispering it. And it sounds silly, but I think it gives a whole vibe to the song that is so cool. And you guys will hear it. I'll, I'll put it in. Or maybe you already have a, you know, no, no, I'll put it in at the end. I'll put it in after I give my wreck, but. Oh, 
Man, I love it so much. And I, I just love doing different weird things like that. Maybe that's why I like Alex G so much, just because if I played his songs to, I can't just play it to just anybody, because they'll look at me like, this is some weird shit. <laughs> but I love that. I love doing that weird shit. I, it's like, I feel like I have established myself musically. I made an album, my self-titled album, where every note I placed with such care, I spent hours perfecting that album, making sure everything sounded exactly the way I wanted. And that album is maybe the greatest thing I'll ever do, because I don't know if I could ever do that again, work that hard on a project and be that OCD about every little aspect of it. Oh no, computer screensaver, please. Oh, thank God it's still recording. <coughs> Battery's getting low. Oh, so, yeah, I, I feel like I've established myself musically. I, yeah. I've, with my self titled album, with Melodramatic, I did everything exactly how I wanted. I laid it down perfectly. I, I spent hours perfecting it. And I think I've proved that I can make something traditionally like, like I established that I know what I'm doing with that album, right? I like to think I, I did that at least. Like I can write songs, I can make them sound good, you know, good quality. I can do that now. Let me, let me go on a little adventure here. Like for these next albums, it, it, me, if they sound shitty, it's not because I don't know what I'm doing. I established I know what I'm doing. I'm doing it for a reason. I'm making it sound shitty for a reason. Now it's, now it's your job to figure out why I'm doing that, you know? Look at it in more of a sense of, oh, he intentionally fucked that up and, or didn't go back to fix that. That was a decision. And you can come to the conclusion, maybe that was a shit decision. This sounds like ass. But at the end of the day, I established, like, that wasn't a mistake that I just ignored. That is there for a reason. You know? Um, kind of like, what was it, Picasso? I mean, he obviously... I mean, any of those great artists, they established that they knew what they were doing. And then when they just started painting triangles and people's faces all fucked up, it's like you, you knew that wasn't because they were bad. It was because they were, they were experimenting. They, they were going outside the box. And I'm not saying I'm like any of those great artists. I'm not even saying I'm a great artist but it's like I'm doing something similar I like I, I like to think like I've proven to myself that I can I can hit the mark on something of high quality in terms of like production now I'm I'm experimenting I'm doing my own thing so uh, this EP and the next album are I mean who knows 
what if they what if they're like better because I'm just doing my own thing and not thinking so much about high production that'll be interesting that'll be really interesting to find out all right gonna take a sip of my DP my throat is hurting so bad dude I haven't talked for this long in a long time but um I just thought of this and I'm so glad I didn't forget I need to update you guys on the TikTok thing I said I would do that last week and I'm gonna do that right now okay it's kind of it's really interesting I wanted I told myself you need to upload a TikTok every day or you know if you miss a day that's fine but just upload when you think about it as much as you can at least once a day try for that and it can be anything just put something out there so I did that um, the first thing I did what was it what was it it was me playing guitar <laughs> guitar for the first two because I was trying to do more melodramatic based things and I think it was bright oh yeah it was bright boy it was that cover I was talking about earlier so I got in my own head and I didn't want to play it live like me and my guitar just playing to the camera I kind of fooled the watchers a little bit I recorded myself playing along with the track and then in post-production I added the actual audio file in the background so it looked like I was singing really good and playing the guitar but really it was just pre-recorded audio track but uh, to kind of drive the illusion home in the beginning of the video I go I look around the room as if I'm talking to people even though I was alone and I go all right are you guys ready all right here we go <laughs> and then I start playing the song and I just mesh the audio so that it looks like I go right into singing the song and I mean it looks real I mean it looks legit so I uploaded that and it got it got more likes than I thought it would it got um, like 15 likes I want to say and maybe like 20 likes and about 200 views so it's like for every 10 views I got a like, which I thought was pr a pretty good standard, honestly. Then I uploaded another one. It's this song that's going to be on the album Jade and I are doing. It's called I Like You. And it's very Alex G-esque and a little bit funky, but it's really cool. I did the same thing. I started the video by looking around the room and going, all right, you guys ready? All right, let's do this. And then I start singing it. Um, and uh, <laughs> that one got like 300 views and 30 likes so on TikTok those are those are baby numbers that's like nothing so that it, it is cool because people are liking the video like double tapping it and it is getting out there I don't expect these shitty videos in my living room to like pop off or anything but 
I mean, at the end of the day, at least I'm do at least it's getting out there. If I'm just sitting out, if it's just sitting on my computer, nobody's hearing it. Zero people are hearing it. But if I'm putting it out there, at least there's a chance of somebody finding it and liking it, right? Um, but beyond that, I kind of broke away from the melodramatic things for a, a solid second. And I got a genius idea. I got home from school one day and this helicopter was flying overhead. It was low. It was really low. So low that I pulled out my phone immediately and I started filming it and I was thinking, yeah, well, what can I do for the TikTok for today? Um, there's this guy named Cedric that lives in North Carolina that was really big on Vine and now he's really big on TikTok. And he just says funny shit and the way he says it is really funny. And um, Like he had a like a kid's plastic tricycle one time he threw in the air and he was like holy shit it's Megatron and I don't know if any of you guys recognize that but uh, that was a really big one of his vines but in that same vein I had that in mind and I filmed the um, the, the helicopter and I turned the camera around it was really low and I was like holy shit it's Megatron referencing that and I was like okay that's uh, it's not really funny I, I'm not going to post that one came back by the helicopter like circled around it was it was like looking for someone it was like hovering overhead and like flying sideways and i was just saying filming it saying in the background like oh shit it's going sideways uh, you know just fucking around trying to try racking my brain to come up with something funny and i couldn't come up with anything funny um but i went inside and just for some reason I guess maybe it was a, along the, the thought process of, it looked like they were looking for somebody. And I was thinking, oh shit, it's like those videos where, you know, it's from the, uh, the plane uh, cockpit or in a helicopter and you see somebody shining a laser and you see it like flashing the, the pilots, right? So uh, I just thought, how funny would it be if I made it look like that helicopter was looking for me, because <laughs> it was obvious they were looking for somebody, and then I've like edit a photo to make it look like I got arrested for doing it. I was like, this shit would this would be easy to do. So I went on my porch and I got this laser pointer I have out, and I said, um. You know, maybe I'll just throw the tick. Oh no, I can't throw the TikTok in here. Fuck it, I'll do it. I'm already editing this so much. I'll put the TikTok in here. Cut. Put it in right now. People always say not to shine laser pointers at like airplanes or helicopters, but like, why? I'm going sideways. Okay, welcome back. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll describe it verbally for the people who are just listening. So, as you heard in there, I go, you know, they say not to shine a laser pointer at planes or helicopters, but, like, why? And in the video, I turn the camera around and I film myself, like, start pointing a laser pointer up in the sky. And I cut together the audio and video from 
like maybe 20 minutes before when I saw that helicopter and I made it look like I was, I made it look like the helicopter was flying overhead while I was saying all that stuff with the laser pointer. When in reality, it was like, there was a big time difference. So, <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm sorry. I got distracted. There was a, there was a cop behind me at one point. Um, but I, sh I make it look like the helicopter's right above me and then I hard cut to a photo of an article where it says, man arrested for pointing laser pointer at a helicopter pilot. And I took a photo that made it look like a mug shot. And, uh, <laughs> and I even picked a name that, uh, the person's name was like, I think their name was Corey Taylor, not the Slipknot Stone Sour guy. But, uh, when they reference him in the article, they use his last name and they say Taylor. And I figured that would be close enough to Tyler so that maybe people wouldn't, maybe it would fool some people, you know, whatever. Maybe they wouldn't even read that deeply into it. But I uploaded that TikTok and I just thought, there's, there's no way this doesn't pop off. Like this, this video is the exact shit that you would see on your For You page. And that there is a 0% chance this doesn't pop off. If it doesn't pop off, then I must be getting shadow banned or something, right? So for the first, for the first hour after you post, you get zero views. That was disheartening. But I just threw it up there and forgot about it. Next day I checked on it, like 140 views, or sorry, 140 thousand views and I was just like holy shit okay I honestly expected it to pop off a little more than this like I thought it would get millions of views and I might repost it to see if it will but still I knew there was some magic in this video and it's so funny oh through that by the way my other videos of me playing my music got like more like the video that got 300 views now has 700 maybe has more now so it over doubled in views and who knows if people actually cared to watch that music but i mean still that's some type of engagement which might put that video of me playing music on more people's pages which might get me seen more so you know it's good all around but um the comments on <laughs> that video <laughs> Uh, the helicopter one they are so funny and I'm still like getting comments flooding in because the, the views have died down but the comments are still flooding in because people are arguing in the comments about like this is so fake what do you think we're stupid or wow that laser would not reach the helicopter in the daytime or yeah Obviously, you got arrested, dumbass. You can't do that. <laughs> and it's and there are some people that are like, no, pilots are trained to not to not be phased by lasers in their eyes. And other people are like, how would you how would you train for that? What the fuck are you saying? And then the other, they just come back and say, it's just like how you train for the military. Like this was an actual argument people were having, and. It, it should not have made me laugh as hard as it did, but I was just going through the comments laughing so hard. And 
it was just it was just hilarious because th- there were some people that were on my side too they would they would say like all right you got me with this joke that that was actually pretty funny and there were other people that I can only imagine that they comment on every TikTok they see and like give their full analysis because some people would be like um actually clearly uh this is this is wrong because your photo is not like this or this and you also you're wearing this type of clothing in it which they do not allow in mugshots so um, after this analysis I, I found that your video is fake and I'm just I, I I'm just like do you want a cookie <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah yeah it is you know um, but <laughs> my favorite argument was a uh, hold on So, in the real article, whew. come on, laptop, you can make it. You can make it. Forty minutes left. Battery's getting real low, but you can make it. I promise. In the real article, though, the guy got arrested for pointing a laser at a helicopter at. Um, it's like 12:20 a.m. or something like that. You you guys probably saw on the video. I don't know. It cuts to the article fast, so maybe you couldn't read it. But uh, it's like 12:20 a.m. and there's a whole thread of comments of people arguing what 12:20 a.m. is. <laughs> it's so crazy how that how that is an argument. But. It's like, yeah, I didn't change that because, I mean, I just I, I just edited it together really quick and threw it up. I didn't think people would care to look that much into the details of it. Um, it was purely just, I just thought it was funny how it shows me pointing the laser up in the air and hard cuts. Or no, pointing the laser up in the air, you see the helicopter like look like it turns around and then hard cut to my mugshot. <laughs> so I didn't really anticipate people reading this deeply into it, but there there were people saying like, no, 12.20 a.m. is in the afternoon. And people are like, no, are you stupid? That's like at midnight. That is pa- like 20 minutes past midnight is 12.20 a.m. And there's like so many comments going back and forth like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> And getting super heated. Um, but yeah, it's so funny. Again, not as many views as I was thinking. So maybe I won't post it back to back. Maybe I'll go like a week or maybe a few weeks, like build up some posts and then repost it so that you can't obviously see them like back to back on my profile. I don't know what that affects anyway, but I I don't think that even affects anything, but uh, just for, just so I'm not fully clout chaser, which I am fully, I am fully a clout chaser, but I'm not that fully a clout clout chaser. Uh, But I don't know, I need to upload one today. What is it gonna be? This TikTok journey, I'm, I'm glad I'm doing this and I'm glad I'm being held accountable by the fine fine folks at wiretap because it's 
it's giving me even though I'm still just getting a small amount of views on my music I don't expect it to pop off especially since I'm a dude it's always the pretty girls that get a ton of views no matter what so it's like when you see a dude you just swipe immediately or I, that's what I feel like people do but it's encouraging to still get like 300 views and like 30 likes like that's cool because that means I mean any kind of interaction is cool so yeah I don't know gonna keep it going oh man y'all see can y'all see this this is a strobe effect these lights are giving out here so the street lights are going crazy there which by the way I'm, I'm getting pretty close to home um, like I, I know where I'm at now kinda well I mean definitely I know where I'm at but um, 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 it's like we're getting we're just getting close that, that's all I'm saying uh, but yeah what, what should I do for my next TikTok what should I do for my one tonight maybe I'll see I, I'm getting too content brained like I'm getting a little too overthinking of this I should say because I'm thinking oh I need to make another clickbaity video where I, I trick the people <clears throat> and then that's how I get a bunch of views but it's like no that's not that's not what I'm here to do that was like a one-off thing where I just got all these ideas at once and it just the stars aligned <clears throat> I need to get back to the main point of me doing my <laughs> could you hear that um, what do you call it the hammer um, but yeah, I need to get to the main point of why I'm doing this TikTok experiment is to further melodramatic in any way I can. It's my last, my last ditch effort. And what I'm thinking about doing, I may have mentioned this before, but it's, I want to take famous or I, w I want to take, oh, hey music scenes from popular shows, movies, things like that. And I want to rescore them with new original music by me and do it in my own way. Do something that I think would make it better or cooler or give a different vibe to it. <clears throat> and I think that legitimately has potential to pop off. Because there's this guy on TikTok who he popped off in the past just couple months, and he's he's really great. Uh, what he's been doing is he'll take a globe in his room, he'll spin it, stop it with one finger, and the country that he stops on or lands on, he picks an artist there to collaborate with, and they make a, a song together. And they're always so good and such good artists and such good songs, and it's crazy, and it's from countries like sometimes I've never heard of and so that's just an, such an interesting and unique and great idea dude that I think my idea has potential like that as well you know like imagine these imagine just a beautiful scene from a movie rescored in this new way you know people have such a strong connection to movie scenes 
like specific movie scenes. I, for one, will go back on YouTube and just rewatch specific scenes of movies that I like because <clears throat> the scene, some scenes alone make an entire movie. Like they're the, the pinnacle of the movie. And I think other people would agree with that because you go on YouTube and you look, you look up specific popular scenes of movies and they have millions upon millions upon millions of views. So it's obvious a bunch of other people like to rewatch them as well. And I think this will tap into that. It's like people always say they wish they could rewatch their favorite show for the first time, or they wish they could watch their favorite show for the first time again. And I think this will provide that in a way. Like imagine your favorite movie scene, but with different music that is just as fitting or might even make you like it even more. That would be my hope, but who knows if that'll happen. But anyway, yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm just trying to figure out what scenes to do. Cause there are some that I could, I think some, I could make something that would do it justice, but there are other ones where I'm like, I, I can't even touch that because of how perfect it already is. Like the ending of Breaking Bad, Walt falls on the ground dying. He's lost everything, but he, he's, he's righted some of his wrongs or at least attempted to, and he dies in a meth lab. You know, what changed his life? The, pl the, thing, the very thing that changed his life, and then Baby Blue starts playing by Badfinger. You know, his meth was blue, and it's like such a fitting song, and such a perfect song as it, as the camera like floats above him and zooms out. I couldn't do anything else there I don't think I couldn't do anything that would make that better or different in any way but what could I it's like what scenes can I mess with and the other troublesome thing is doing something like this is high high effort but also high risk and that's two things you don't want together you know, if it's high effort, you want low risk. You want like pretty much guaranteed, uh, guaranteed return on all that effort you put in. High risk along with high effort. It's like put in a bunch of effort for maybe possibly very little payoff. So it's like, what if like making these songs, it's probably going to take hours and a lot of brain power and thinking and inspiration to come up with these and get them sounding good enough to post and it could just not get any views and that's worrisome to me and almost makes me not want to do it but I, I as this whole TikTok thing has been going I need to just go for it and see what happens first before I make any decisions right off the bat, you know? Sorry, I took another sip of my, my DP. 
Man, TikTok. TikTok is... TikTok is hopefully going to be my saving grace. I keep seeing all these videos of people saying that TikTok changed their lives. <clears throat> it's these people on TikTok that started posting about things that they enjoy, and then it took off because of TikTok. And that's kind of what's inspiring me to really do this is... I mean, the odds of that happening with me and my music are very low, but I've got to give it a go. I've got to give it a try. What if, what if something did pop off because of me posting on TikTok and like I finished school and I'm already set to do something that I love, like my dream thing? All because I just posted on TikTok. That would be insane. Oh no, 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 battery. Okay. I'm only 27 minutes away, but I am going to have to end it. I'm on, I think it's like 5 or 10% and it will not make it the rest of the way. And I would rather end it cleanly than it get abruptly shut off. So, okay. Well, I guess... That's a good place to end it. That's good. No, it's fine. It's fine. Hey, this is probably going to be a th Oh god. Has it really has it been 3 hours? Cuz my drive is usually 3 hours and 30 minutes long, so I only have 30 minutes left of the drive, which makes me think this is going to be 3 hours long. Oh my god. 3 hour long podcast. Which by the way, if I could do a 3 hour podcast every week, I would love to put that out, but it's like, uh, I'd, I don't know. I don't know if I could do that. I just had especially a lot to talk about today and on the drive. But who knows? Maybe I'll get to that eventually. That would be sick. That'd be the dream. But anyway, if you guys stuck to the end here, thank you guys for watching. It was fun. Maybe when I drive back home, I'll do another one of these. We'll see how it goes. It's. It, it, I hope the quality of this is good. I hope you can't hear the, the ambient car noise too much. And if you can, I hope it's not too distracting. Because, you know, this might. Okay, this might be more interesting than my normal podcast. This is me in the car. Me, me driving in the car. Who knows? It might be better. Oh man, okay. Seth just texted me about paying the rent, so. God, I'm gonna have to do that soon. I have like no money. Okay, anyway, sorry, sorry guys. Um, I'll see you guys in the next one. Hopefully, going to record that podcast episode with Dexter tomorrow, which I just remembered I didn't bring a cord I needed home. Oh my god, okay, I'm gonna try to make something work. Oh my god. Um we'll we'll make it work. We'll make it work. Yep, I have I have ideas and we'll make it work. Anyway, I'll see you guys in the next one. Hopefully it'll be with me and Dexter and hopefully that'll be fun and entertaining. Wreck! Oh, almost forgot the wreck. Wreck for the week. 
Um, let's see. I have discovered today, and it, it was literally today, just before I went on this drive. And this is... Uh, I'm hesitant to do this, but it's Alex G related. It's an Alex G album, actually. It's called House of Sugar. It was probably one of my least favorites of his albums for a while. I, I don't really know why. I just figured I didn't like many of the songs on it. But I gave it a full-on listen today because I noticed some of my favorite, like top favorite songs from him were on that album. And I was like, let me give this album a re-listen. And it's like, it, I, I don't know what it is about the album. I think it's just the mix, the integration of the electronic stuff into his folkiness or something like he does it especially on that album like he has like more electronic-y stuff than he does on any other album on that one and I love it but it's just so good give it a listen House of Sugar that's my wreck give it a go give it a listen um, most notably let me give you just a few songs to to go touch on Hope Southern Sky Gretel and Bad Man <clears throat> those are in my opinion some of his greatest songs ever and those are my favorites from the album so give those a listen comment down below letting me know what you think what do you think about those songs what do you think about Alex G I want to know and the job thing let me know about that as well i'll see you guys next week i know these are coming out lately hopefully that will change hopefully i'll get better at doing this on sundays like i planned but who knows who knows maybe i'll start back locking these so i can get them out on time i don't fucking know um anyway oh okay see you guys next week i can't oh no i can't do the hand thing that i always do or no, maybe I can. Um, working shitty jobs. Forever. Making music for fun. Forever. Alex G. Forever. Wiretap. Forever. Bye, guys. Bye. I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye. Bye. See ya. See you guys. Ta ta. Bye. Bye.